Welcome to the Christine Means Business Podcast. My name is Christine Hansen and I'm a business consultant helping entrepreneurs to scale their business without working more through wonderful team management, leadership and strategy. Together with fellow experts or my own, this podcast is designed to share the most actionable tips, pieces of wisdom and anecdotes that will help you to avoid any mistakes that will cost you time or money to grow your business. It is my absolute joy to share that knowledge with you to help you for your ultimate success. You will get a new episode every two weeks and there's loads of free materials on my website christinemeansbusiness.com. So go ahead and check that out and I'm looking forward to hear your feedback and please don't forget to give us a couple of stars if you enjoy what you've been hearing on your podcasting platforms. And without further ado, let's start the show. Hi, and welcome to this new episode of Christine Men's Business. So today we're going to talk about uh, a topic that is very dear to me. And again, it's going to be a lot of saying it as it is kind of talk. <laughs> calling you out maybe on a couple of things and just things that I observe that I think will really help you as a business owner. So for a while now, I've said, you know, that I'm helping with scaling and scaling techniques. And what that basically means is that I help people grow. Having a difference between growing and scaling, though. Growing means that something gets bigger and heavier, so to say. It takes on mass and it's just more effort involved. So the... and listen to the episode with Wayne Mullins that I have on the podcast, but it's basically the bigger something gets, the heavier it gets, the more effort. Whereas scaling is even the opposite sometimes. You simplify things, but you make them more potent, but you take yourself out of the equation and are very smart in your systems so that you can expand without actually increasing effort. Now, for a while I've had this, I'm helping entrepreneurs scale in my tagline, you know, the typical... I am, I help do X, Y, Z. Um, and then I became aware that actually maybe people are resistant to scaling. It's maybe not what they want, or there is just a little bit of fear behind that. And if you haven't done so already, there's a blog post, a really interesting blog post on scaling on my own blog, where I interviewed 12 other entrepreneurs, venture capitalists, agency owners, um, and experts, or just really great people in their fields about scaling. And one thing that I realized a lot of the time is that sometimes we scaling means something to us that actually is a definition from other people on what they consider scaling to be. So in a traditional sense, scaling was success in terms of that scaling meant you had you went from a one person show to a team, to an office to multiple offices, bigger and bigger and bigger. And actually, that is not what everyone wants. It's not what I want. And I'm going to give you a very specific example here. One of my idols or people that I really respect and that I've been working with in the past is Selena Sue, who is uh, famous for her PR, bringing PR closer to the entrepreneur. And I saw her grow exponentially and she was very successful and she had this huge machinery 
of a team behind her. They had amazing launches, like seven-figure launches. But then there was a vulnerability post at some point where she talked about how hard that was, how it really burned her out, how she was miserable actually in the end, and she had to restructure again. And actually she stopped being launching that program completely. And it was something that I realized I do never want to be in that position. I do not want to have a legal department, a whole launch team, a whole graphic design team. Needing to make payroll uh, would just freak me out. And ultimately, that version of scaling is not what I'm interested in. And I feel a lot of entrepreneurs are the same. You know, we don't do this business in order to become a huge conglomerate in or to become something that is resembling to corporate that we probably know and come from and do not ever want to go back to. So there's a resistance about scaling. So I want to clarify, though, that no matter what business you have, and whether you ever want to sell it or not, it is the wisest thing to structure it in a way that it could be sold at any moment. So hear me out. When I had Sleep Like a Boss, I never considered selling it. It was just not, I was like, it's a small business. I mean, who would be interested? What does, I, I mean, yeah. And it was during a mastermind that I, during dinner, I think, or lunch, that I sat next to someone and I was talking about it. And she looked at me and she was like, why don't you sell it? And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, well, anything can be sold. And I had built my business instinctively in a way that I could be taken out of it that I had my systems all in place that someone else could be taking over yes it was branded around me but it wasn't my name sleep like a boss or sleep like a not boss it said by Christine Hansen but you could change that it could still be it is still by Christine Hansen I mean I founded it but it's sleep like a boss it's not known for me I was like huh and that is what happened in the end right um and it really made me understand that something that I naturally did, which meant creating offers, creating processes that could just be taken over by someone else. I wasn't the linchpin of the business. I wasn't the house of cards where you would take myself out, which would be the foundational card and everything would fall together. The whole work that I did, that wasn't the case. And that is what makes a business valuable too, you know. And obviously, if you look in venture capital terms, your business is even more valuable if you if it can have some passive income programs that run on itself. But that's another story for another day. But even if you don't want to sell it, the way of building it that way will allow you to take a good hard look at your business structure and to investigate where you are doing things that you're not supposed to that could be done by someone else. Because that's what I see a lot of the time is that these businesses, everything is done by one person and it is tiring. If you build it in a way that it is meant to be scaled, you will instinctively use strategies that help you to eclipse yourself, which is great because you can go on holiday whenever you want to, you can take time off, you can do a PhD on the side like I do if you want to, because it works. 
your business is still working. It's still running. And that is why now I'm saying, you know, I'm helping entrepreneurs create more time and simplifying their business by using scaling techniques. Actual scaling is optional. You don't have to grow it necessarily, you know, but you can set everything into place so that it could be grown and that it could be sold. But even if you don't, even if you want to stay exactly the size that you have, I mean, hiring one or two freelancers is probably not going to be an option. Like it has to be like not hiring them is not going to be an option, you know. A lot of things can be done through systems, through artificial intelligence, et cetera, but not everything. You need some people at some point. But I mean, that's why freelancers are so great. The gig economy, hiring gigs is awesome. There's so much possibility out there. But that is it, you know, me helping structuring business that way. That is what to me is becoming scaling ready if you want to become even bigger, totally fine. If you want to have more things in your program, absolutely fine. If you want to have more launches, if you want to have courses, if you want to have another podcast, if you want to have a TV show, whatever it is, absolutely fine. If you want to write that book, totally fine. But you don't have to. You can stay, you know, one, not quite one woman show, but one woman plus a couple of freelancers show, but become a lot more efficient without sacrificing more time by having programs designed a certain way because I've spent so much time in this world of online services, it's very easy for me to see because I've been consuming a lot of them. I've built a lot of them. I constructed, I sold a lot of them. So it's easy for me. Um, and it's something that I inherently do, which is not necessarily automatic and instinctive to others. So I hope that has helped you a little bit and also maybe to reflect on what scaling means to you and why you might be shying away from even the thought of hiring someone that could help you to scale because it's like, oh, no, 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 I don't want this. Like the expectations might be that I will do this, but I actually, me, I don't, I'm scared of this. I have resistance against this. Why would I hire someone who brings me to that nightmare version? And this is just to say the version can be, the vision of what it is can be whatever you want it to be. You don't have to grow. But what my job is and what my mission is, is really to, support having a leaner business having more time having more freedom and yet having more income by delivering don't get me wrong I'm not one of those people who is going to say just charge 10 times more and obviously you need more and less clients yes you can charge 10 times more but then you also need to deliver something substantial because I'm tired of the industry selling things and charging a lot but not delivering so that is what I'm very passionate about too so if that's a hit home, and if you're like, oh, this is interesting, but I don't know, like I'm not, she just said, you know, don't invest and then there's not delivery, that's going to be a disappointment. And I totally understand that. And that is why I do have an entry offer, which is also counterintuitive to everyone who says it's just 10,000 a year and that's it. And yes, I will, <laughs> I do have an offer like that too, in full transparency. But I think it's important for client and new service provider which would be me to get to know each other and to see whether this could actually be working which is why I have an intro offer which is you know just 100 euros and is really really effective and powerful so check it out it's on my website 
and yeah, investigate what comes up for you when we talk about scaling. Have you considered it the way that I've just described it in terms of it's going to create you more time, more freedom without actually having to grow? I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. I'll talk to you in two weeks. All right, and here is what I usually forget at the end of every episode. So first off, thank you so much for listening and taking the time to tune in. We really, really, really appreciate it. Now, don't forget that I've written a book with everything you need to know about growing and building a business online. It's called We Mean Business, the practical guide for creative entrepreneurs, coaches and small businesses to build your brand and grow your business online. You can find it on Amazon, but also in other online bookstores and on my website. Also, please make sure that if you want to stalk me, you follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube or Twitter or Pinterest or TikTok. And if there was anything in this episode that you learned, that you found entertaining, that made you giggle, then I would be over the moon if you'd left us a five-star rating. These ratings go a long way for more people to tune in and make sure that you follow the podcast as well to share the love and to have more people find it. Thank you so much and we'll see you in two weeks time for a new episode.